Hey. Okay, so I know that you know that I'm obsessed with drinking coffee. Cold, hot, I love it all. If you're like me and you cannot get enough of that delicious manna from heaven, then you need to get on the Life Boost because here's the thing. It is amazing coffee. It doesn't, it's not bland. It's jam-packed with flavor. Currently, B and I are drinking the Boston Cream Donut jealous you should be because it's delicious but it's also really good for the planet so it's not just good for your taste buds your tummy it's also good for the planet it's 100% organic and free of harmful additives and you can feel good about what you're putting into your body and it's fair trade which means that the farmers who grow it are paid a fair price for their hard work so if you love coffee just like me and you want some boston cream donut coffee or maybe um my favorite summer one which is the coconut one and or the s'mores or both together i don't know get wild with it am i right okay then you need to go check out life boost lifeboost.com and you can save yourself 20 percent. however what if it is like you don't even like coffee and you're like shh i hate it then i say to you you're wrong but it's okay to be wrong once in a while. I tell you what, you take our code and you give it out to the first five people and I guarantee you at least one of them will be like, oh my God, an angel. Thank you. And they will leave praising your name. Our code is unmasked. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D to save 30%. Not all heroes wear capes. Are you feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Maybe you haven't quite woken up from your long winter hibernation that we're all trying to come out of. You're not alone. But exciting news. We have the perfect solution. Our sponsor, A Place to Float, is equipped with the most amazing tanks for your sensory deprivation needs. Okay, imagine this. You're in a warm cozy tank completely weightless and free from any external distractions your mind is clear your body relaxes and you find inner peace or maybe you do what i do and just lay there and wonder about the whole what you're missing out on but you know what you fall asleep and it's also fine why not give it a try honestly whether you're dealing with like chronic pain or anxiety or you just need to unplug and recharge, A Place to Float has got you covered. Their chambers come in all different styles to fit your needs and their friendly staff will make sure you are comfortable and relaxed every single step of the way. Trust me, shout out to all of them. They are absolutely amazing. Shout out to Brad. We love you. So give it a try. Trust us. Once you experience the magic, you will wonder how you ever lived without it. And while you're at it, Use our code UNMASKED to save yourself 20% on our first float. That's U-N-M-I-S-K-E-D to save yourself 20% on your first float. In a world of ordinary, it's time to unmask the extraordinary with Unmasked, the podcast. With your host, Brandon Zimmerman. Welcome to Unmasked, the podcast. I feel like everybody knows me just about everything about me. Eye candy of the night, 100%. <laughs> and Sarah Zimmerman. I want to be on the back end of RTV and just like, k -k 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 -k. Right. Um, I saw Amanda Nunez and I'm pretty sure I fell in love with her. I want to just be her.
It's time to unmask your true potential. All right. Welcome to Unmask the Podcast. BS with BS. Episode Siete. That's seven for you fucking gringos out there. Wow, you're a gringo. Yeah, but I know a little bit of Spanish. I got 100% on Duolingo this morning, so... I have to do mine still. I haven't done it. I kind of get nervous like towards the end of the night where I'm like, oh shit, did I do that? Because I know that I was going to come a knocking and it's going to kill you my You don't want to break that streak. <laughs> it's just I don't want the duo in my face. Como se dice, beg for mercy. I hate him. He frightens me. That was a jacked Duolingo or duo. He was like hulked up in the library and he was like gonna fucking kill some people. He's pretty angry for somebody who just wants you to learn a language. I feel like we are anthropomorphizing an owl that's already anthropomorphized. Wait, no, I think we're like, it's not anthropomorphizing. It's more um, projecting. Like we're like, he says something, he is kind of pushy because he's always like, Brandon hasn't done 27 lessons today. Give him a nudge. And I'm like, the boy's done 20. Give him a break. Yeah. Or he's like, you fell out of the top 10. And I'm like, boo shut the fuck up. You don't have to keep throwing Spanish out for us to, like, know that you're speaking Spanish. I mean, caete, bujo. Don't tell me. That's so <laughs> rude. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> don't ever say that to me again. I didn't say to you. I said caete, bujo. Bujo's the owl. Okay. Obviously, I've failed Duolingo. <laughs> well, I've, I've got, like, a almost 1,900-day streak. That's pretty impressive. I think I... I think I won Duolingo. It's you never win Duolingo. That's the messed up part of it. Yeah, I'm waiting on them to send me something in the mail, saying I did good. But you're never gonna get that. Like a like an like an envelope full of confetti. Like owl confetti. Owl poop. I I think you want them to have you on their like podcast about your Duolingo. That'd be pretty journey. fucking sick. It's not um, gonna happen. Like, a, I mean, obviously it wouldn't be a Spanish or a French. They only have Spanish and French podcasts. They oh, wouldn't really? Be like it. Yeah. Interesting. I think those are the two most popular languages. That makes sense. I want them to have a Klingon version because they have Klingon. You can listen or uh, learn on Duo, apparently. I think they had that and they had a Dothraki or something like that from uh, Game of Thrones. Interesting. Or one of the two. I don't know. One of, one of the languages on there. Pretty sick. How was your week? How was your training week this week? Um, exhausting. How so? I think like because I started doing explosive exercises on Sundays, like explosive, uh, like like hex bar hops. I also do dumbbell hops, kettlebell swings, pile box jumps, and then I do five by five on the squats, and. Come Monday, my legs are like, you fucking idiot. Mm. But I did really well sparring Monday. So so that was cool. Do you, when you're sparring, are you implementing any of those things that Coach Jamie tells you? Um, Like, are you really working hard on like, okay, today I'm going to do X, Y, and C? Like, are you setting small goals or are you just not thinking about it and doing whatever? Yeah, sometimes you um, Which one I asked you a two-part question. The, the the small goals I try to, do. but but sometimes though, like um, like Monday she had us do like more specific rounds. Like it was 
stay in a square on the mat, and if you fall out of the square, you have to do a burpee. I fucking okay. Continue. I have I have a I have a problem with those, but continue. So that was one of them, and then one of them was um, one person southpaw, one person orthodox for one minute or something like that, and then we switched, and then one of them was one person can box, one person can kick, then it was one person can box and elbow, one person can box and kick, uh, one person can elbow and knee, one person can box. I think I don't know something like that. Like so, she take away weapons. And make you, sp- you know, be more more specific on what you can do, which is kind of cool. Um, it made it kind of fun because when you realize, oh, I can't just play the kicking game; I have to actually punch this time. So it kind of forces you, especially for me who sometimes falls in love with like punch and kick when I have other arsenal, other weapons and stuff. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Meaning what? Like arsenal? What do you mean? What is your default game usually? Like punch kick. On the on the outside, usually like a one two right leg, or what do you like a jab and a kick or something, or like a or like a one two three kick, or you know it's just usually punch kick. Sometimes I'll teep off of it. Depends. Oh, that's a so then what's the other arsenal that you knees and elbows that I don't use okay, a lot? Okay. It forces me to use those. Mm-hmm. Or when somebody's really good at kicking, it forces me to use hands. Yeah, more so. So. I mean, it was it's cool because it, it, it's it sometimes if it's something I'm not good at it makes me do it. I got so you. So I enjoyed that. I got you. How was jujitsu this week? Um, pretty good, I think. Um, I mean, I don't know. I didn't do anything spectacular. We did shin on shin guard yesterday, <laughs> and I'm not good at that. <laughs> that sucks. I'm not good at it either, but it's an interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's more like the sweeps and stuff, and of course there was a leg lock in there, because, you know, why not? <laughs> yeah, I, like, you came home, and you were like, we did shin on chin today, and I was like, oh, cool, and you're like, we did some sweeps, and I was like, you didn't do a leg lock entry? And you were like, no, we did at the end, and I was like, that checks. This was the last thing we did. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. I was like, did you even go to Nam Town if you didn't? Yeah, no shit. Yeah, and then, uh, like, when I was training with Jared this week, we did a lot of, like, just real basic, like, uh, back takes, choke off the back take. Okay. So, like, backing up to what you said earlier about the small games, sometimes I'm like, wow, I'm really not built to play any competitive sports. And I think the reason is is because, well, there's a number of reasons. When I was in dance, you danced as a troupe. So you all took the blame for not doing well and you all shared in the success. It was a team sport. So you, it felt very much like I messed up this one part, but it sounded like everybody else messed up a part too. So like you're not the only one to blame when you are on a team, but the sport is individualized then you all of a sudden go into the ring and you're like, I lost that match and I really focus on what I did wrong and it's really hard to go back into competing and being like this is a team sport because as much as I want to say this is a team sport we're on a team we're on a team but it's an individualized sport so if I fuck it up I have no one else to like 
commiserate with about losing what I wanted than myself. Like I don't have, I don't even want to call it blame because I never in dance. I was never like, it's their fault. It's not mine. I danced perfect. I was never, I never felt like that, but it was more like it felt good knowing that I wasn't the only person who might've made a small mistake or I wasn't the only person. It felt much more like, I don't know. It felt much more like that. Whereas like when you're doing martial arts, you go, I made this mistake. I did this. I did this. It, it was never like my coach did this or like my coach didn't teach me that. So we'll have to go back to working on that. It was never that yeah. in my head or never has been that. And I don't think it'll ever be that. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I think, uh, but it, everybody kind of understands though. I know that and I try to tell myself that, but I still can't you know the voice you're the in your only head. one yeah you're the only one in there and it, so it's right it's like well, whose else fault is it you know right. it's, it's easy to just blame yourself for all this stuff and i get it but we all we've all felt that though because well so going back to those small games it's the same thing and it gets very frustrating when and i've played them before at like other places and people don't like I guess, for lack of a better term, they don't play fair. So, like, you do the thing that your coach tells you. Like, I remember one time we were doing a boxing drill like that where, like, okay, if you get a body shot, your partner has to do a burpee. And you get a body shot, and they're like, that doesn't count. Yeah. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like, what? Yeah. And it's problematic because you get better when you realize, oh, they got that shot on me, so now I have to do a burpee or, or whatever it is. Right. You know, like you're only hurting yourself by not admitting the fault there. Right. You know, it just it just it enrages me. So then I'm like, well, what's the point of this game if we're not going to like adhere to the rules? Yeah. Some people's egos get too big and it's it it's problematic. It does definitely hurt their progress, I feel like. Yeah. So and it's always. Yeah, it's like. So I think I'm just like because I've not played one of those games really at crew fit at all and i'm not singling anyone out or any gym out i'm just saying like specifically i don't know it it doesn't make me the best time i ever have and the most relaxed i am is when we just do round robin sparring because it's you have so many chances to get small victories Whereas, and I'm not thinking so, so hard. Like I'll have small goals, but if I default into my, whatever my A game is for Muay Thai, I'm like, okay, cool. Like it's not that deep. Like it's okay. Or for some reason, when there isn't like the rule set there, that strict like, okay, well, if you're not doing this, then my mind has, my heart has the place to like relax and my mind has a place to be like, okay, Today, you personally are going to work on this. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I know it benefits so many other people. But the other day, Eric came over and was like, "Why aren't you playing the game?" I was like, "I can't. I'll cry." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> I was <laughs> like, first of all, I'm a spoiled brat, so like I don't do losing very well because I'm a hoe. And second of all, like I really care uh, if I win or lose because it means so much to me, even if it's a small game. Because there's so much more than just what you see is just sparring. And that's really problematic. And I'm working, or I should be working on it. I'm not working on it currently. But I think that's where, like, people like Aaron Hurley would really help me 
to talk through those things or just therapy in general, you know, to help me work through the things that are keeping me from being the best me. But sure. I don't know. But here we are, me not playing games and sitting on the side. And I really will love watching everyone else play. And I'm like, okay, like that's, oh, I really like that. Or they did this really well. I think it's just like in the heat of the moment. Like, oh, one of the biggest things is like, okay, you're only allowed to jab. Okay, cool. Like I can maybe get down with that. But there are days when I'm like, I literally can't stop my right hand from coming out. I know. I've been hit by it in those games (laughs) and i'm constantly i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm so sorry oh my god i'm so sorry because it it happens so often it's just i don't know tie it behind my back i guess yeah that's what we need to do (laughs) tie it oh my goodness uh the weather has got nicer so we've definitely been able to get out uh yeah plentiful of bike riding a plentiful definitely and there's not really any um, big news in the sport industry. So there's not really any big MMA news, is there? No. I mean, man, I, I wish you'd have stayed up with me and watched the one card. It was pretty dope because, you know, DJ's the man. So I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, it was a good card. Um, you know, you don't know Sage Northcutt, but he's back. He won with a heel hook. And I sent it to board the heel hook setup because it wasn't like – he didn't have a good bite on the leg. Okay. And the guy tapped anyways, and I was like, double outside Ashi. And I don't think he really had it locked in very good, but the guy flash tapped, and he was like, yep. And I was like, okay, cool. I, I felt validated that the leg locking black belt told good me. Good for him. Good for him for <laughs> tapping early. He's like, you know what? Not worth my entire career. Yeah. Potentially. I was, I was really so happy bad. Sage won, though, because like, he hadn't fought in like four years, and his his one FC debut, like his face got broke, mm. like oh, li- yeah, like literally, literally that. his face was broken. Yeah, and he was like, he was in high spirits when he's in the hospital and everything, and he's still pretty young. I think he's like twenty seven or twenty nine or something, but like he came in the UFC, he was like eighteen or twenty or something, like he was young, like karate champion, and like just stud, but. Yeah, now he's in one FC and like, and then he won in like forty-five seconds or something crazy. So, I was excited for him. That's super cool. Yeah. And with the jujitsu move, being a karate. Yeah, um, of all the things, yeah, he yeah. came with a submission. Yeah, that's cool. pretty dope. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so I know you earlier you were talking about like <clears throat> when we were in the kitchen. I was like, oh. I don't remember how this conversation came up, but I know you had like briefly mentioned like I bet if he loses, if DJ loses this, he'll retire. And I asked you, I was like, oh, he won. Like, did he retire? And you were like, no. Do you think if he would have lost, he would have? I I don't know because he was unsure what he wanted to do anyways. He kind of just said it was a possibility, win or lose, that he was going to retire. Okay. Because he's been fighting since, like, WEC. Yeah. Which was before the UFC had 145 and 135 weight classes. The the lowest they went was 55. So he's been fighting for a long time. He's he's only 36, but when you fight for, you know, been fighting for almost 20 years, you know, that's a lot of miles. Yeah. And he, you know, one of the greatest ever. He's, you know, (laughs) 
But, uh, yeah, it, they asked him in the cage if he was going to retire. And he's like, well, I got to ask the wife. So then he did yeah. a face-off with the number one contender for that weight class. So I think now they're still kind of talking about that. But he might be fighting the number one guy again now. So What is he he fights at? He fights at it's flyweight for 1FC, so it would be 135. Okay. Because 125 is flyweight in UFC, but since they, do the, they don't. Dude, what if they call, like, you fight at 135, right? Yeah. Dude. But, well, I fight at 135 in the U.S. 1FC does the hydration test. So because they're trying to get rid of water cutting, they bumped everybody up a weight class. So Mm. I would be 145 in 1FC. Okay, okay. So that's, it would still be called bantamweight, but they they said you're a bantamweight, but bantamweight is now 45 because we don't want you cutting all that water. I got you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, no, me, (laughs) unless unless we met each other in the middle in the weight, like, because, you know, I'm like 55 right now, so. What would that feel like if you went against him? Oh, Lord. I mean, he's way better than me, but uh, I don't let's, know. Okay, let's say that you guys were on the same, like, fighting level, like, but you really haven't, like, been picked up by anybody just because for one reason or another. So, like, you get in the cage and you're, you you could probably hang with him. Like, what would, what do you think your emotions would be? Like, what would you would you be like, oh, my God, I'm, oh, my God. That'd be the coolest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you know, your your you idols become your rivals kind of thing. And uh, that'd be pretty sick. <laughs> he's definitely, he's definitely one of my favorites. So, and he's, like, the nicest, too. Like, he's not a dickhead, like, champion. Like, he's, he's just like, yeah, let's go have fun, you know? <laughs> that video with him and Henry Cejudo, he's like, do you watch Dragon Ball Z? And he's like, he's like, I'll be Vegeta. You can be Goku. Vegeta's my favorite. <laughs> and just like rolling and like just having a good time. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. It's just it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. But yeah, he's just I don't know. He's the man. <laughs> but yeah, the rest of the car was good too. <laughs> um. Stamp Fairtex won with a leg leg kick or uh, she kicked the girl in the in the gut or something and dropped her. Um, that was good. I'm trying to think who else is on that card. Uh, Jackie Buntan, uh, TKO to girl. Yeah. The next day, the UFC card. I kind of was invested in that, but not really invested in it. It was uh, Aljamain Sterling and Harry Cejudo. I don't care for either one of them, so. <laughs> It was a big fight, but I was just like, eh. There's fights tomorrow, too. Um, it's a free card. Who's fighting? Uh, Johnny Walker and Anthony Smith is the main. And I think that might be the co-main, actually. I think Rosenstrike and somebody else is the main. So Mother's Day is approaching. Mother's Day is approaching. What are you going to do for your mom? Uh, I'm going to go visit her. Nice. What are you going <laughs> to do with her? Uh, we're going to go eat eat lunch, probably at the Thai place. Because I go to that other place that she really likes, and they have like that chicken buffalo. Brew Link? Yeah. 
Is that what it was? Brewing? Something That's like not that. a bad idea. I might do that. That way she can go somewhere different. I don't know. She goes there all the time, I feel like. So yeah, I might. you do. <laughs> yeah, I know. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'll ask her. Because I asked her, to go, well, what do you want to do? She's like, well, I just want you to come see me. It's okay. That's fine. I can I can do that. But you know, she's like, we can go get Thai food. I said, okay, cool. Oh, and, okay. Well, and, there you go. And by go get Thai food, it means I'm gonna get Thai cuisine, and she's gonna get like crab ragoons or something. Cause my mom eats like a ten year old. Ten year olds eat crab ragoon. Yes, it's deep fried bread and cream cheese. Yeah, but if I was a ten year old, I'd be like. No, I want chicken nuggets. I don't know what the fuck this is. When I was 10, I wanted crab rangoons. You're a bougie 10-year-old. Bougie? I mean, they had a I don't think I've ever eaten crab rangoon now that I think about it. What? It it's just is like one of those things where I'm like, no. Now especially, I'm like, ugh, no. But like, I don't know. I just never was into deep fried know. cream cheese. I guess not. You know what we would make. This is so fucking nasty and awesome at the same time. <clears throat> New Year's Eve, we would get dill pickles, and we would spread, um, we would take salami and put cream cheese underneath the salami, and then you wrap it in a dill, a dill pickle in that, and then you cut it and you put it in a toothpick, and it was stupid good. Like, it should not have been that good, but it was like, it would be considered um, carb-friendly or keto-friendly now. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of a sleigh because they were really good. The amount of sodium, though, in it was probably, like, unrealistic. I think that's where, I, I think that's where I've seen that before is people are like, it's keto. And it's just like a guava meat on a pan or something. <laughs> that's not at all what I described to you. I know, but I'm just saying in general, like, people, like, go to parties and, like, look, it's keto. And it's just, like, uh, it's a bacon ball. Or something. Hell yeah. They're it's not the, wrong. It's the size of a basketball, and it's They're like it's bacon. <laughs> nice. It's keto friendly. It's fine. Um, I think what I will be doing is I was gonna go see my mom and my dad because my dad's birthday is this weekend, but I completely forgot that they were going to, um, Arizona. I almost said Australia. Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking sick. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, they're going to Australia. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, they're going to Arizona and I will not be going up to Michigan. And that kind of made me sad, but like, it's okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I am going to stay here and I guess I'll garden as long as it doesn't rain. Yeah. I haven't looked at the forecast, but hopefully it don't rain. If it rains, I'll just live my mother life inside, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I will just be a mom indoors. Yeah. I'll be a mom indoor mom. Um, I know that I told Hannah that we could go to brunch at Sullivan's Hardware. That place is the shit. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck, how many people are going to be going to Sullivan's for brunch on Mother's Day? Mm, I don't Hopefully know. not a lot. So we'll see. I'll keep you all updated. I know everyone is fucking chomping at the bit. I mean, I'm here about my Mother's Day. Plans. Sullivan's is kind of good. That's great. It's very surprising. It's a, you know, who'd have thought a restaurant inside a hardware store would have been like a a genius thing. It's the cutest hardware store, too. Like, it's, it's great. They have everything. Yeah. Like, stuff you didn't even know you needed. Ex- yes, we were there <laughs> together. They have a Bigfoot collar. <laughs> yes, I do remember. Why do they have that? I don't know. I don't but know. if you need to find Bigfoot, they, they have a collar for him. We already discussed this. I know. But people can hear about it again. 
All right. It's impotent. So do you have anything else you need to bring up on the pod? Any exciting news? Anything? Any exciting news? I turned 37 in eight days. You do. Congratulations. I made it. So reflecting back on your career as a fitness enthusiast, what is the thing that you probably have learned? What's the thing that you've learned that has helped you the most? And what is the thing that you have learned that was the hardest to learn? Rest is okay. Well, okay. What is that? Was that the easy, the thing that was the thing that helped you the most, or was it the hardest to learn? Both. <laughs> Taking a break sometimes has been very beneficial, and I'm not going to gain 400 pounds if I take a day or two off. So, I mean, that's probably been the hardest to learn because in your head you go, "Oh, I can't take a break." But, uh, but it's probably been the most helpful too because, like. You know, we have to do things to keep our bodies together and rest, recovery. You know, everybody knows I float once a week. You know, we're getting massages now once a month. Um, chiropractor has been pretty dope. So, I mean, just doing all those things that I know that I need to do to keep my body together has been, it's probably been what's helped me the most, honestly. Um, and hardest to learn is, yeah, slowing down. Do you think you're slowing down? Or do you think, like, I know when we talked to Susan Wallace, she talked about how she has to stay at a specific level all the time, like, just because she knows that if she, you know, goes into a hard fight camp, she's not going to be where she needs to be. It's going to be basically like a bunch of wasted energy for little to no results. I mean slowing down like taking a day to slow down. You know, today we did a bike ride. You know, it wasn't like a super intense bike ride. Do you really see a difference in so now that you're taking like that rest day, do you really see a difference in your training or are you I seeing think, I think so, yeah. Cuz my body does need it and I think uh it's it some of it's my mental health too, because like when it's a Friday, and I know like oh cool I get to go home and just like chill on a Friday night, it's just something I haven't done in years, is is kind of nice. Okay, so I have a question. I know you don't eat meat, <clears throat> but let's say someone was gonna give you a hundred dollars to eat a hamburger, would you do it? For a hundred bucks? Yeah. Uh, hundred bucks isn't life changing. Okay. How about how much would you charge? Shit. I don't know. It had to be like a a good sum of money. And a good sum of money to me is not a good sum of money to other people, but if it was like I don't know. If it was like if they offered me like $5,000 or something like that, I'd probably be like, "All right, cool." Like, "Sorry, cow." <laughs> But I mean, like you know, I mean, it's not like life life changing money, but it's it'll pay off my car and the credit card money, and I'll still have money left over to put in the bank or take a trip somewhere. You know, what I mean, like it'd pay off some debt, and and I could do something with it. But hundred bucks is like cool. I got groceries for the week. You know, 
Okay. I like how you, like your thought process wasn't like it's going to be at least a year's salary. Like you could have named any number because I don't think anyone's ever going to offer you that much money regardless. I don't even think anyone would offer you $100. But I was like, okay, so how much would someone offer you? And you're like, mm, 45K, that's fine. No, you're like $5,000, 5K. Well, I just think like it had to be something tangible. Why? What do you mean, why? Why does that have to be tangible? It's a fake question. But what if it's real? It's not. <laughs> what if it really happens? It doesn't have to be logical. It can be astronomical. It could be like, I would have to say $50,000 because that's a year's, over a year's salary. And then I wouldn't have to, I could at least have, eating a hamburger is worth to me one full year where I wouldn't have to work. Sure. <laughs> you asked me I gave you an answer I know it's just like such a silly answer okay you're welcome sorry that's okay so um, my important question for you is if you were a Spice Girl which one would you be and why Um, I've always wanted to be Sporty Spice but I think that's because like <laughs> if no one understands this then like I don't know what to tell you but the idea of me being a straight person is hilarious to so many people. I'm not. I mean, like, I would consider myself bi, but, like, she's the iconic, like, lesbian, like, sporty spice. Like, I just really, to me, I guess I was always, like, you have to be a dancer. You have to be this. And I just wanted to just be, like, somebody who nobody wanted to fuck around with. And sporty spice was, like, that to me like I didn't want to I didn't want to be baby spice I didn't want to be like I really liked scary spice or yeah scary spice yeah. is one of them um, ginger spice I wasn't into ginger but I really liked Victoria Beckham I thought she was so pretty and I just I wanted to be just like I wanted to look like that really badly and so yeah I I would have happily taken Victoria Beckham's spot like and she also married David Beckham, who is just like, oh, so pretty. Like the two of them. It's ridiculous. So you wouldn't make your own Spice Girl? You would just pick one Well, you asked me which one of the Spice Girls would I be. Yeah, I know. I was just like, I don't know if you'd make your own Spice. I mean, you didn't ask me if I if I had to be an addition to the Spice Girls. Okay, that's If fair. I was going to be an addition to the Spice Girls, I'd probably be something like Short Pum Spice or something. Pumpkin. Pumpkin Spice. <laughs> Probably something ridiculous like that because everyone would be like, oh, my God, you're so small. You're so pumpkin-y. You're so seasonal. What about you? Uh, if I was going to be a Spice Girl, yeah, it probably would have been probably would have been Sporty Spice. Either that or Scary Spice because I, I used to like dress in all black and everything and band T-shirts and stuff and – that was kind of the vibe she was, right? No. Like she was kind of well, scary She was spice. like the most posh. Like she was like English posh. Like she always wore like the cool like bell bottoms and like, I don't know. Maybe I I don't really remember what, um, I, this is a full disclaimer. I really wasn't in, I was into the Spice Girls, but I wasn't like into the Spice Girls. Like did some you watch Spice World? Hells fucking yes, I did, okay. bitch. So, yes, so I fucking did, I. did. My mom rented it for me. Hells yes, <laughs> I did. I was so enamored. Like, cause also during that time, like 
the 60s like culture of being like like everybody had like flower power flower or flower power pat like what are those called patches and like bell bottoms and like we were just living our pretend 60s like life and then the spice girls came from england where we all were like oh my god they have double decker buses and they wear like platform shoes and they're just so i don't know it was weird but so yeah i watched spice world and i really loved i had the cd but i wasn't like I never got into like the teeny bopper magazines. I don't. What was the teeny bopper magazine? Like Teen Beat and stuff like that. I oh. never had those, so I never was like, "Oh my god, did you see what Sports Spice was wearing?" Oh yeah. I mean, I knew she wore like the sporty outfits, but also I think that was the main thing. Is like all of the guys that I really had big crushes on in school, um, were really into soccer and like hockey and so i was like i have to also be into those things so i would like dive deep like i really loved hockey i really wanted to play hockey but like soccer was never something that i wanted to play i just knew that i liked the boys who played so i was like oh i want to so sporty spice was cool to me because she dressed like the way i would dress so that i could be friends with all the hot boys oh that's fair (laughs) (laughs) so I kind of derailed that. Sorry, you said you were Hugh? I think probably Sporty, though. She's probably going to be too. You didn't want to be Baby Spice? I don't know what Baby Spice did or like what um, was her gimmick. She was cute. She was like a sexy baby. Uh, I don't want to be a sexy baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair. Um, I also had. Yeah, uh, if you could trade places with anyone for a day, who would it be and why? I okay, I heard this question but some from somebody else and I have one one question really quickly. Okay. If I traded places and that person died with me inside their body, do I also die? No. Okay, so if I like kamikaze myself then I could just be like zip zap into my own body and be like, whoa, that was fucking wild. Who died? We'll 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 play that. Yeah, we'll say that's Elon Musk. <laughs> and I would first give all of my money to all of the charities everywhere. And I would shut down Twitter and I would give everyone a Tesla and then I would just shoot myself into space and implode on myself. <laughs> right into space. Right into space. Yeah. Elon, you're aiming right for the sun. I know. I don't know how he talks. Let me live. No, let me die. <laughs> and then I w- he would be infamous. So it'd be like, Elon Musk kills himself and I'll I'll be in my body and I'll be like, Oh thank God that's over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I guess if yeah. I guess you could kill the the host or the the body you took over. I guess you're the host. Yeah, or that's the, what I'm saying. The, the like, host. however, if I died while I had while it happened, I would give all of my money away, and then I would make sure that like you guys are all taken care of and happy and you know set, and then I would 
as Elon Musk, come and make sweet, sweet love to you. <laughs> and then I would kill myself. <laughs> I would kill myself. <laughs> but what if I came to you as Elon Musk and I'm like, B. And you're like, how do you know my name? My fake name that my wife gave me. And you'll be like, shh, 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 B. It's me, your wife. I'm Elon Musk, and it's confusing, and don't question it, but we have to have sex right now. <laughs> Put your lady penis away. <laughs> this is not okay. It's just a lump, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry I don't have your li- your wife's luscious butt, but you'll have to make do with my pasty white butt, <laughs> alien butt. But we have to do this now because in one hour I am going to rocket myself to the moon and die (laughs) for the good of humanity. Ask me, what would be the question you'd ask me if I came to you as Elon Musk and I was like, we have to have sex right now because I'm your wife and you didn't believe me. What would be the question? Top or bottom? No, that is not. (laughs) No. What's a real question you would ask me so you knew who it was me? Or that it was me? Something that... Hmm. Damn, that's a good question. Because if I ask you, like, what's my middle name or something like that... No, I I already know that because I'm fucking Elon Musk. (laughs) I know everything. Yeah. About everyone because I created the... I work... I'm also Steve Zuckerberg. What? I mean, Mark Zuckerberg at the same time. What's to say? Did you? Does he listen to the podcast? Yes. Does go. He? So, what's the question? Dang, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I know. What's that? What was the first Lego build we built together to start our Lego journey? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I have others, but what's the, what is it? We can't say it on the podcast. Oh no! Because <laughs> <laughs> this is a conspiracy. Elon Musk is listening right now. B, it's me, your wife. I am Elon Musk, <laughs> trapped in your wife's body. We have to have sex. <laughs> this makes more sense. <laughs> See, Elon Musk inhabiting someone's body makes more sense to me than you inhabiting Elon Musk's body. Musk's, Elon, is that his Musk's Musk's, okay, Musk's body? Because mm-hmm. he's probably got some kind of like a force field that he started. Like he's got a Tesla <laughs> battery and a force field around his body so people can't inhabit him. He did that so that no one could inhabit him. He probably him. thinks ahead like that. All right. What would you say? Who would you trade bodies oh, or God. who would you trade? That's a very good question on my part. I haven't, I haven't thought that far ahead. Jeez. Um, because I wouldn't want to be like any of my favorite fighters because like, I already do that job. You should be Dana White and then immediately sign that everybody gets like a fuck ton of money and like do something. You have to, sh- you should change into someone awesome. Dana White's not that, but you know. No, uh, but I might do. Hmm, maybe Jeff Bezos, and I make Amazon unionize. Whoa! <laughs> totally, just like rock the system. Everybody's like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah, because it's hard to be like, oh, "I'm going to be the president of the United States," because then no. you're like, you have no power. I don't want to be the president. 
That's like the hardest job. Well, like, it's only for a day, but also it's like what what if I could do what could I do to make like do the most with that power? That's a yeah. really special power, right? So it's like, okay, like who could I be that would really like you said like rock the system? Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, all the people who have all the fucking money. And then I'm like, okay, how can I make so and so join the EU or the yeah. <laughs> NATO or like whatever? Like those are the kinds of things. Or like, oh no, you know what? You could be who's who's in charge of North Korea right now? Kim Jong. I I, I think it's still Kim Jong Un. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's not. Is it? I don't know. I really am detached from life. I uh, I haven't talked to anybody over there. It's I don't Kim Jong. Il. Ew. Anyway, Ew. I'd be him and be like, actually, J.K., we are now a democracy. Everybody's free. Goodbye. Yeah, that's like fair. that's the kind of shit. You know what I mean? Sign it. Sign the paperwork. Yeah, yeah. something big that like some you know, somebody's got lots of money, you can sling around and throw it at something or. Something you could do quick though too, because I feel like making like Amazon unionize, unionize. Or you know what? I'll be Jane Goodall and I'll just go pet a bunch of monkeys. That's kind of a cool gig. Ooh, maybe I'd be um um, Irwin's son. Oh, Robert Irwin. Yeah. <gasps> I love I love him so much. He's not only adorable, but he is so he is. The son. He's his father's son. He is so... How cool would that job be? Joyful. I know. I just love the Irwins, truly. I literally just saw a video with them. I think I sent you for them and dug the pug. Yeah. And I thought I was going to explode from joy and wholesomeness. They it was found him. everything. They, they found, found him the, in the wild. The wild pug. It was so cute. Oh, my God. Um. Yay. Uh, do you have anything exciting going on this weekend besides Mother's Day? Uh. Well, we have another podcast scheduled tomorrow. We do. We got a little little collabski going on, and uh, this weekend, no, All I'm right. kind of just counting down till I get a birthday. Get a birthday. Hell yeah! Get a little, get a little birthday action. All right. Well, I think that is going to wrap up our session of BS and with BS, and that's a lot of BS that we just spilled. So that is. Hey, that's a good. That's a good one. Maybe let's ask our our three listeners, like, who would they be? Or how about if they have questions for us that we can ask each other? Yes. <laughs> All right. That too. If you, you have questions for us, please shoot us a question. Perplexing. Yeah. It can be any kind of question. Shoot us a DM on the Instas. We may read it. The three of you, if you're listening, we may read it. Maybe we'll just read one of it. I'm expecting three questions. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye.